This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a three times weekly show available on podcast and now on YouTube looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom and I'll be here each and every Monday. This is the flagship show with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for a sometimes irreverent but always informative hour of football conversation. Make your Monday a Blue Monday. Right Dave? Yeah, right. Yeah, just had dinner. Nice. Roast pork. Roast pork. Roast pork. Yeah, nice. Nice Wouldn't Wouldn't there. appeal to you. Oh, hang on. A cauliflower cheese and broccoli with it. Yeah. And carrots. How's that? Um, I don't really like cauliflower cheese. What I what? do like, though, Dave, is online casinos. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, we do now, don't we? We do. Well, you, 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 you used to, didn't you? You don't anymore, we though. We can't, can't talk about that, can we? Oh, Sorry, Ben. Yeah. Um, right. Stopped a minute there. <laughs> On Thursday, Ipswich Town named their new shirt sponsor, Magical Vegas. It's even comedy when you say it. An online casino and tweeted a picture of the new away shirts. The deal is worth up to two million in the championship, but potentially more in the Premier League. Due to Premier League guidelines, children's shirts cannot carry a gambling company. Ian Milne, Dave, said a lot of hard work has taken place on both sides. And it's the start of an exciting new partnership. Um, we have a litany of tweets on this. So we're going to get your opinion first um, yeah. on the two things, on the shirt and then the association with the with the gambling company. Shirt looks horrible. Um, <laughs> the, um, the the association with the gambling look, yeah, I, I, I'd prefer it if it was something else. But that's the way it's going, isn't it? I know it's an old worn cliche, but that is the way Norwich for instance, I think I've got, is it Leo Vegas or something? I don't know. Norwich something. and Brentford have got Leo Vegas. Brent, Leo Vegas, I think West Ham have got it. And to be perfectly honest, um, for the last, what, three or four seasons, we'd have, we've had Sky Bet on our shirts, albeit not emblazoned across the front of the shirts, but on the sleeve. Um, it's a drop in the ocean, though, isn't it? Two million over three and a half seasons. However, I mean, no, I won't say too much because we might, someone on the tweet might deal with this, but um, what does it say about you know, Mr. Evans at this point. Okay, let's go to the tweets then. Um, Stephen Bailey, uh, Magical Vegas. People wanted um, Marcus Evans' sponsor off. Marcus Evans' sponsor now off. Gambling a big part of football, whether people like mm. it or not. And it's mm. obviously a big money business. Good for the club. Plus, I love Ipswich, Gambling and Vegas. Um, <laughs> Joe, not a fan of how prevalent the gambling industry is becoming in society and especially in football. And rather, ITFC weren't part of that but deal decent for the club and not like Emmy is a company that is seemingly fully above board, allegedly. Uh, Nathan, the only two complaints I have with Magical Vegas is that it doesn't go along with our family club philosophy and it will only go in Evan's pocket. Hope this guy we signed last night isn't as bad as Mick says. And we were all right yesterday in a good frequency. He summarised the whole show there, hasn't he? We'll come on. That's to it. We'll pack up, man. Let's <laughs> we'll go. Pack up. Thanks, Nathan. Let's look at my clock. Um, clock, I said. 
James, uh, really disappointed with the whole generic online casino sponsor. This deal now means 58% of championship clubs have a betting stroke casino sponsor. Call me old-fashioned. I'm only 31, but it's just not ITFC. We're better than that. A new low. Uh, Mullet says... Magical Vegas still sounds like a dodgy lap dancing place above a charity shop in some market town. The window shows that public stroke private comments aren't agreed on and we're back to limping through. We were patched up, sloppy, slow and doggedly brilliant at times. Wonderful goal. He's done the summarising thing as well. And Tim, finally. Magical Vegas. Hate the reliance of football on gambling firms. Awful logo. Would like non-logo shirts to be an option for all fans. They must be paying more than Marcus Evans. So, Dave, it seems like everyone says, well, the money's good. And if from a business point of view, it's fine. But uh, uh, it's there. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Are, are people being a bit holier than thou about this? I think perhaps they are. I mean, it just says it all. Oh, was that stat? 58%, 58% yeah. of championship clubs have some gambling or whatever association on their shirts. Well, there you go. You know, I mean, the club did very well at the start of the season. They won a lot of fans on side, obviously, with the um, East Anglian Children's Hospice logo, which was great. Um, you're right. I think it's, uh, I'm fairly open-minded about it. Yes, I would have preferred a non-gambling association, but that's the way, exactly right. That's the way football's going. And it's it's money in the coffers, according to, um, according to Mr. Milne, and it's money for milk to... Milk? <laughs> Mick to potentially bolster the squad, I think was it were his exact words. So, so you're look. so you're split? Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, I think I am on that. Okay. Yeah. Um should we go to Dirty Leeds, Dave? Who really lived up to their nickname, didn't they? They really did, didn't they? Um yeah, by the way, we're going bad. to Dave, we're going to do transfer stuff after we've dealt with the game, yeah? Okay, let me skip three pages. You skip okay. through while I do the team. So headline mm. team news was um, but not around. So Dean mm-hmm. Gherkin in goal. Um, mm. And pretty much this was the easiest team to predict the season because there was just no options and he'd given most of it away in the press conference. I offer mm-hmm. right back. Uh, Chambers and Knudsen centre-backs. Kenlock left back. Connolly skews, uh, holding. Selina left. Waghorn uh, behind the front. McGoldrick to the right. And Garner down the middle. Not really a lot to say about that, Dave, is there? No, not really. I mean, there was all, you know, as soon as um, Bart came down with his calf strain, there was much excitement, <laughs> obviously excitement on the on the forums and on Twitter especially. And I think the uh, so you know one of the things that came out yesterday, Jordan Spence was again summarising for Radio Suffolk. Is he good? And he actually, I think so. Yeah, I didn't hear it obviously at the game. I, I I didn't hear him a lot. Well, obviously it was at the game. Um, I think he is. I mean, he, he, you'd think he would be. He's quite articulate. We've said that before. And he actually came out. Yes, I think he was on live to pitch before the game, and he came out. Mark Murphy asked the question. You know, people were sort of surmising what might be the situation. He said, No, no, no. Look, he is injured. I've seen him having treatment. So yeah, and you know. um, we'll talk about mixed comments afterwards yeah, um, yeah again yeah uh, Viedvald in goal for Leeds Berardi moves from left back to right back by the way did you see Ian Wright meets Rain Man Andy on the preview podcast no Dave don't take offence to this that man knows more about football than even you do impossible he was really he was ridiculously good hello Andy at LF, LUFC stats. I must was, see it. I saw that oh uh, yeah I didn't I didn't really go uh, go into it that deep oh really 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 fantastic gen- yeah. well genned up on Ipswich as well <laughs> end up on everybody yeah um, seriously yeah so i knew that berardi was going to move from left back to right back before the game uh jansen yeah. and cooper center halves uh anita let the other left back phillips and o'kane holding in midfield uh Subitsky, hernandez alioski are the three off kimar roof up front dave um not a lot happening um for the first 10 minutes i think they were both feeling each KG. other out KG, i'd say mm. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, great sprint. Berardi uh, lobs it into the box. Thought, thought Gherkin was a bit shaky to begin with, catching that was, one. Do you agree? Was this the one where he sort of got a bit mixed up with Chambers and he went to punch and didn't quite, but sort of, he literally yeah. didn't make a fist of it. He got he got <laughs> but, better and better as the game went on. Didn't oh, he, he did? Yeah, yeah. Um, leads over playing at the back. Skews, pounces on it, plays in Selena. Uh, his cross is cut out. Um, First of a few problems for Kenlock, Dave, in the first half. Hernandez flies past him, wow. cuts it back to Kibitzby. What what did he do wrong there? Did He he must have looked at the goal at exactly the wrong point because he, he goes to side foot it and he spoons it 
up in the air, right? It was a weird one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good, Hernandez, wasn't he? Um, certainly first half, Ken Lock had his hands full there. Well, yeah. probably until the 37th minute, probably. Yeah, let's let's race to the 37th minute. Uh, McGoldrick breaks into the box, uh, lifts one up to the back post. Garner's arriving, but by the time the ball, the cross takes a deflection, by the time it drops down, Garner can't really do anything with it. Uh, Kibitsky goes out and... Sarko comes in, so he just like for like down the right. Uh, horrible moment for Kenlock on 31. He dallies on the touchline. He gets robbed. Roof gets played in. Dave, why didn't he go straight at goal? Guy with that right. amount of pace. Yeah, yeah, you'd think so. Yeah, yeah. Top Don't score cuts, cuts back inside. Great block by Chambers, though. Superb. He was great yesterday. And um, we're, we're to the 37th minute, mate, so I'll, I'll hand over to you. Well, initially, I've just put mental exclamation mark. I mean, initially, mental, mental. I mean, initially, great play from Connolly, great defending, gets himself between. So Kane's breaking in from the right, trying to get to the byline. Connolly, who I I thought he was our best player yesterday, um, put himself great defender to get himself between O'Kane and the ball. I mean, O'Kane's fairly slightly built, but you know, show great strength. Ball runs out for a goal kick. Um, yeah, you could say. I guess a bit of O'Kane's momentum followed through and pushed and pushed him um, and pushed Connolly over, but there was nothing in it really, was it? Nothing at all really. And I don't think Connolly, you know, was going to get up and not make anything. And um, but he was then confronted by Mad Dog himself, (laughs) the Canary Killer. And 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 again, from where I was, and maybe even from where you were, um, you couldn't really see a lot in it. But someone did a brilliant from behind the goal. Oh, Alex, Alex Griffin's good YouTuber, yeah. Alex, Alex, yeah. And he's got a YouTube channel, yeah. And clearly, he moved his head. You know how much force there was? I don't know. But you can clearly see, OK, moves his head into Knudsen's face. Yes, he. I think he does make contact. He goes down. Someone said he had blood on his face, but I don't know if that's right. But the, the worst thing that he's, what, five yards in front of the ref? Got blood on got your face, goes. you big disgrace. Headbutting Knudsen yeah. all over Headbutting the Head Headbutting all over the So, Dave, look. The Place. most important thing we have to be here is we have to be balanced in how we dealt with the Spence red card and we how we dealt okay. with the Leeds red card. Now, there's been a really good term they've been using on the VAR, which I've forgotten. It's obvious and something. The mistake has to be obvious and oh, I can't think what the other word is. Someone mistake. Will... Yeah. So if a ref's decision is going to get looked at, it has to be an of clear and obvious mistake and for that oh, red God. card you that would that will never get appealed well you see you know from yeah from our from our view you think what's he done that looks quite soft that we're dealing you know but when you see from you know alex's yeah, great view there and i guess you know you they'll see all views he clearly moved his head into Gunnison's face you can't do that one Gotta guy go. one guy had a better view than alex griffin was the ref he was right there wasn't well, he? oh absolutely um yeah. and they said you know you, you would see the football you know the football league showing up um, Mikey, Mickey Gray said the same. He said, you just can't do that. You know, no. um, you know, head in his face, he's off, got to go. And especially where the ref was for once in a great position there. And yeah, in correct decision. And obviously Christensen's going to say, oh, you know, there was no no intent. Oh, you know, Knudsen went down like a sack of spuds. But no, sorry. Yeah. You force no? him to make a decision, don't you? Yeah. Um, so from what I look, they didn't actually go... <laughs> flat four, four and one. It looked like they just dropped the three back on top of Phillips, yeah. which was a shame because I thought Phillips and O'Kane, like one of them goes and one of them stays. I thought they were, they were a good, good, um, Ben again, pair, though, a bit so. like, a bit like Fulham. We'll never know. Will we We'll never know? <laughs> we will never know, but you're no. at home against the team six in the league. You can do with 11 against 10 for 15 oh, no, minutes or whatever. Yep. Um, and really I had the narrative of the first half as KG first 10, Leads on leads growing on top up until the um, red card, and then I thought um, 47 and 44 to 47 as in stoppage time. I thought we we had a couple of good chances. Yeah, I, I think that sums it up quite well. Um, it was a couple of very annoying free kicks with Waghorn in good Waghorn positions where he just tried to take them twice. He tried to do it, tried to take them quickly, which I found quite annoying. But other than that. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, then on 45, the bit of skill from Selena was just ridiculous. Well, almost. Well, twice, twice, Dave. The one with the step over and dribble into the box and then <laughs> oh, yeah. not a great cost. And can I just do my footballer who actually knows the rules, um, Claxon, for Waghorn when he didn't touch the corner? Yes, from the corner. Yeah, yeah, quite right. I, yeah, I always yeah, love yeah. that when a footballer actually knows the rules. And then, yeah, yeah it's so unlucky. The um, oh. So, Selena, well, 
shades of what's going to happen in the second half. Yeah, just sort of steps inside and just hits it first time. But so again, a bit like his goal, really. Sort of doesn't crack it, does he? Sort of floats it, curls it with a little floaty one, and that'll um, keep it just lies. Like, one of those when he just watched it on the on the post so unlucky well i was yeah. i was watching the keeper and you see the keeper's reaction and you think oh that's going wide because he's just like stood watching <laughs> i'd give it up ben hits the inside the post and connolly yeah, connolly drags the follow-up had too long to look Wait, at that's that that's a corner he? i mean it's right in front of me there that's a corner but there you go you know it all happened so quickly i think you can perhaps allow the ref to uh, get to uh, get away with that one i mean going back to the um to the sending off obviously the leads um <laughs> the leads faithful weren't happy cure what a flare or an exploding flare or something came on the pitch and apparently bottles were lobbed apparently in seats also i mean i didn't actually see that well from where i was but mm. yeah apparently they misbehaved somewhat yes they did um so shaughnessy comes in from alioski so leeds lose one of their three guys off actually the on, on that point i was sitting next to this uh this old chap and he's a really knowledgeable knowledgeable chap there with his ipswich supporting mate it was a leeds fan and he yeah he got that spot on it's like yeah shaughnessy will be on half time for and he called that exactly right alioski was getting a bit petulant first half wasn't he but I think he was riding a bit of a their their system is predicated on getting those three one-on-one with people high up the pitch so you're looking you at it and you're like dave the whole second half saiz is obviously suspended alioski's gone you know 11 against 10, really good chance to win it. So, um, as a kind of cross shot from Ghana, um, uh, Viedvald catches it fairly easily. Um, Phillips shoots from the second phase from a corner. Gherkin, again, a little bit unconvincing. Um, good good effort from Connolly, Dave. He Great. kind of works Broke it. the line, didn't he? Broke the line and brilliant. Yeah, super. Um, yeah. And as much as I love Joe Garner, really rubbish follow-up from him, wasn't it? Uh, lack of composure there. Lack of composure. Could have taken the touch, actually, I thought. Yeah. Um, Connolly takes a yellow for a profile on Hernandez. Um, attendance goes up, Dave. 3,500 <laughs> Leeds United good fans. Good and they, yeah, they sang all the way through, didn't they? Yeah, really good effort, you've got to say. I wish they'd sing more than one song. They'd sing, sing We All Love Leeds for 25 minutes. and we are Well, so they, they ding that one out and it's never really hard. We are the champions, champions of Europe. Mm. <laughs> Final countdown. Um, speculative volley by Sarko over the top. Um, Iorfa takes yellow for stopping a counter-attack. Um, McGoldrick gets slid in from Waghorn. Um, he goes round Viedvald. Viedvald stays up well. Very Bart-like, actually. Um, yeah. And out to Selina, he puts the ball across in. And then Dave on 67 minutes. By the way, can we just give a bit of praise to Kenlock? Because when you go 11 against 10... The fullbacks often are the spare men. They're the ones that can leave their position and safely get forward. And he just spent the whole, um, the whole 15 no, he minutes did. And, overlapping. And, and what I did like about Selena, the second half, we, I would say, not that we got to the line that often, but we did really stretch them. Certainly Waggon was very good second half and getting the ball down wide, right, sort of right and like stretching it three or four times. He played that ball, didn't he? Um, really well. So, um, do you want to, so Kenlock's got yeah, the ball, I Dave. Mean, do you want to take over? Yeah, um, and I think it was gonna. It was one of those games that was gonna take something like this. Um, just a sort of short five-yard throw, you know, leads backing off, you know, extra man there. Um, short five-yard throw from Kenlock to um, to Selena, very wide on the left. He's only, as like I said, five-yard throw. Yeah, exactly five yards in. Um, I mean, it's good, quick. You know, he turns inside. Poor probably from Roof, who perhaps should have been closer to him, but even so, so he breaks. I think between Roof and Sacco, I think. I think it was. Anyway, runs runs across. Um, sort of Phillips tries to engage him. He sort of drops his shoulder. Phillips just loses his balance. Fairly comical if you watch that again. And very very similar to the QPR. Very clever. He sort of manoeuvres the ball so he gives gives himself a. Do you know what I mean? He gives himself. He doesn't hit it straight. He gives himself a sort of side on run at the ball. And again, I've heard you say on your uh, post match blog last night. Doesn't really smash it in. It's sort of like another. Bendy Curly. It's a great hit, though, isn't it? Mm. Great hit. But it doesn't seem to really hammer it. It just goes in, floats in the far corner. Um, similar similar in many ways to his goal at QPR, perhaps a bit further out. Absolutely identical to Johnny Williams' goal against Derby, what, four seasons ago, which won our goal of the season. And honestly think it will take something really special to beat this one. Great goal. Yeah, I can't great. really. And, and no one else. Maybe Waghorn who constantly looks for that coming in from breaking in from the right. It'd perhaps be the only up player on our side. I don't think McGoldrick could even manage that now. It'd but even, be... even Waghorn, he would have gone for the, um, A for the thunder. Hit, yeah. Wouldn't thunder he? Yeah. Great. Whereas yeah, great Selena goal. can do the um, mixture between the, the curler and the, 
Yeah, it's just a superb goal, and and uh, yeah, you just can do. That's what you get with him, isn't it? You know, and that's why you not indulge him as such because I think he works really hard now. But that's why he's in the team, isn't it? Yeah, superb, superb goal. Yeah. Um, so Selena's um at it now. Um, he does a brilliant. He oh. steps over into a pass to slides Kenlock in. Uh, Garner heads straight at the keeper. Um, now. Leeds, to their credit, do actually have a go with 10, don't they? Um, they counter Sarko crosses uh, and Chambers makes the block on roof. So, Haim goes off for Skews, which is... Skews goes an- off for Haim. Uh, sorry, yeah, Skews goes off for Haim, which is ankle-related, according to Mick still. Uh, Lasoga comes in for Anita. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're having a lot of fun with um, Janssen, um, a lot of fun with the North Stand. But, God, you'd like him in your team, wouldn't you? What's up there? The, the Leeds that chap next to they're all sort of, you know, um, having a go at him around where we sat. And he sort of said to me, he said, oh, you'd like him in your team. I said, of course I like him in our team. He's an outstanding player. Superb, but you yeah. tell he's, I think you can tell he's played in Italy, perhaps. Yeah. Histronics. Um, I would say him and Bolly for Wolves just look. Oh, I haven't seen him yet. You like oh, him, you'll love you? him. Yeah, they just. Yeah. I, like, I like the other Leeds centre-half. I like Cooper as well. Player. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great work from Sacco and Roof and. Dave, I, I feel a bit sorry for Cooper because he, he so the cross goes in, at it. he, he yeah, throws a... everything in he can and it looks yeah, like just... a horrible miss, doesn't it? It's not, it's not. It's a centre-half, I don't know if there's any excuse you should, but but no, he just sort of, you're right, he throws himself at it, sort of missed times, it just hits, almost hits the top of his wrong foot, doesn't it? And just, yeah, it's not that simple a chance. You'd expect someone to score that, but it's not that simple, no. And Hernan- the ball's rolling along the lines, aren't we? And Hernandez, um... Oh. Cuts in off in. the left and really great right foot. Yeah, can't emulate Selena though. But look, Leeds have got ten, and they they you know that's the centre half up in an attacker. And what about Lasoga's effort at the end? This is where Gherkin good save, good. great save, and, and sort of pushes it out as well. Yeah, very good because he really hadn't had a, a save to make. I don't think had he. Yeah, you know, they had shots and stuff. But he hadn't really made a save. But no, please for him. That is a yeah, certainly uh, preserved two points for us there. Yeah, right. good save. Can you um? Can you summarise, Dave, and can you put into context with the red card as well? Um, yeah, the game was really sort of like meandering along, wasn't it? So you'd done, what, almost 40 minutes. And now I don't think there was a lot in it. I think Leeds, as as I sat, were, you know, obviously I, I was sitting that half of the pitch, um, which they were defending first half. A lot of possession, Ben, but again, a lot of possession in their own half, um, you know, passing it sideways, backwards. Again, the centre-halves look to split when they can. Um and the game was just meandering along into it was it was tight, wasn't it? I wouldn't I wouldn't like to have called it. And then one moment of madness. Um, but then even at the end, even at one 0 we didn't really look. I wouldn't say we looked comfortable. At times we did when we got the ball down. But we passed it well yesterday, and we did actually stretch them. I thought we did without really hurting them. Just, mm. just sort of get that. Um, yeah, I mean Leeds. <sighs> Yeah, they're always going to, I mean, the manager's going to kick up a stink over the sending off and he's obviously going to say 11 against 11, we would have won, but obviously we'll never know that. But yeah, good win, an important win. And how many times I said it, I think I said it to you last week, whenever he needs to pull out a win, he just does it. Mm. He just does it. Right, imagine going... yesterday, imagine yesterday, you know, nil-nil, 10, 10 men, because it could easily have gone the other way. It could have done. I mean, talk about toxic. Well, my God, but... Whenever he needs a win, I think Burton away was one example. There was another example this season where we've, been on a bit, we've had a bit of a dodgy run. He just always seems to pull out the result when he needs to. Or um, when they need to. So. Let's get a tweet. Um, Ipswich Steve says, important win, but actually enjoyed the atmosphere yesterday more Absolutely than the result. Great. If yeah. I'm totally honest and hope we can move the away fans closer to the Agreed. North Stand going forward as something needs to change to get some much needed atmosphere in the ground. Uh Richard, um, he's, yeah, I did, to be fair to all the tweeters, I did ask for three separate subjects, so there's Yeah, I saw that. um, Yesterday's game, always take three points, but 1-0 with a world, he um, isn't good enough against 10 men for an hour. Um, Lee Crouch, uh, yesterday was most enjoyable for a while, more away fans definitely helped the atmosphere. if you look at it, there's six points on the board now taken against Derby and Leeds. So it does show that they can they can beat teams above them. They can beat teams above them. I mean, people turn around and say Derby was a hanging on in their performance and Leeds was against ten. But it's a competition, isn't it? You got it's a ninety minute competition for for the points, isn't it? So um, 
decent performance. The only, the only issue is for the um, the uh, and the kind of anti Mick people will will point to the red card, won't they? Yes, of course they will. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I thought Connolly was very, very good yesterday. Oh yeah, let's do um, let's do our our star guys. So you you going Connolly for Ipswich? I thought Connolly. I thought Chambers had a very good game. One again, he's he, he's I thought one of his better games. I thought Nudson did well. Skews, you do. Yeah, I know he's Marmite. You know you like or loathe him, but you do notice it when he's not playing. Ben, he really do. I, I certainly did, and I thought yesterday at times, you know, he breaks the play up, shifts the ball. I thought Connolly was very good yesterday. Um, incidentally, when I was doing a bit of research, just quickly, we'll, we'll get to this late on the on the Bolton game. Um, I just sort of flagged back on TWTD in the report and comments of the Bolton game at home, and someone had posted. Um, Oh, really, please. I can't remember who the sub was come on, but oh, it was great when I can't remember who it was came on and replaced a hapless Connolly. <laughs> really? Well, I don't, think you'd, I don't think you'd say that about him now. He's a there good, was one good game footballer. where he was, yeah, that, he was hapless in that game, wasn't he? Maybe, maybe he was. I mean, it's one yeah, of he played, games, he played fullback and he got hooked at half time. Yeah, he? I think perhaps. Yeah, maybe I remember. Right. That. Maybe he did it, but I think you're yeah, right. He was, hor- he was horrible, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is and Royal, I think, has subsequently said, yeah, he's a holding midfielder, isn't he? And he, I think he's just growing into that position. Dave, and, um, on my YouTube video, I got a really good comment back saying what the team lacks is in that three off the front, the number mm-hmm. 10 guy to actually be a midfielder. So the one they're missing the most is Emir Hughes because it's it's the one to link that you've still got enough. If that becomes a midfielder and not Waghorn, you've still got enough firepower and ben. you've got something to link it all together. Do you agree? Miss, huge miss. And just imagine if he stayed fit. So what what's he been out four games now? Five maybe. Yeah, massive miss that. Well really Dave, big. you could play you could play Ted Bishop or Andre Dazelle in that position as well. So Yeah, or Tom Andy to, who? <laughs> oh, did, yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, can can I go for Selena as Starman just for the um Oh yeah. All oh, the, um, yeah of course. Yeah. All and, the and, um and what about what about for Leeds then, Dave? I had Hernandez. Outstanding player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Without doubt, for me, yeah, Hernandez. Um, Jansen and Cooper were very good. I do like, you know, aside from his his pantomime act yesterday, um, yeah, Jansen's just outstanding player. And I like I like Cooper, the other centre half, but um, yeah, Hernandez definitely. Yeah, um, right. Let's, go to, let's go to the we'll go to the roundup now, Dave, and we'll do the um, uh, transfer news and stuff um, <clears throat> afterwards. So uh, Barnsley nil, Wolves nil. Have you got <clears throat> key for more update for me? Uh, came on a sub. And Came on a sub, um, didn't score. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. And um, Birmingham nil, Derby three, and I listened to six oh six on my way back from work today. And Ooh. every every club wants Gary Rowett as their manager. Funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, what a strange decision by Birmingham all those months ago. His second win at Birmingham since uh, since he was sacked in December two thousand sixteen. Vidra now top scorer is 16th of the season. Is he top scorer yeah, they, in the league now? Has he gone past Clark? I think so. I believe yeah, he would, he has. if he's got 16, he would have. Wouldn't I he? think so. Um, yeah, they're looking strong, aren't they? They're going to do it, Dave. I think they will wish you. Yeah. Uh, Cardiff four, Sunderland nil. Now, and Dong gets sent off. Does that mean he'll miss the? Was that a was that a violent conduct one or was it? It was an odd one. It was a stranger because I didn't see a lot in there. They that may be one that gets appealed that one. So I'd, I'd say that's a case of watch this space. February that one. the third yeah. weekend. Yeah, you going? Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to make that one. No. Uh, no, I, I, can't, I can't. You've been there before, that. though. Didn't you see Holland score that? Did you go there before? Yeah, I went, I went twice. Um, I think we drew two, two, one. So Holland barring in lost two, two, one. Quinn uh, got. I think Bobby Petter scored. Okay. One Quinn scored yeah. twice and the other, yeah. Um, but Cardiff back on track now, Dave. And um, well, we talk about Norwich in a minute, but taking Vilcher from um, Norwich yeah. as well. So yeah, yeah, saw that. that um, I see we were had some tenuous link with Pilkington last week, didn't we? Mm. Yes, we'll do transfer stuff in a minute. Uh, Forest no, no, no. nil, Villa one. Uh, Villa have won four on the trot, Dave. But they they look going to be looking like a playoff team, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think what Derby, well, Derby fifty-two, Villa forty-seven. Not beyond this. Only five points. Um, but they are. Yeah, I think I think they're fairly nailed on for the playoffs. Mm. Um, had a bit of a wobble, didn't they, before Christmas? Lost sort of couple, two or three on the spin there. But uh, yeah, as you say, third stroke in the cup, fourth. No, they lost in the. No, they lost in the cup, didn't they? Third league win on the spin. So mm. 
Yeah, Forest is their 15th defeat this season, but they just don't draw, do they? And we should mention, because we haven't done a pod since Aitor Karanka, the incredibly defensive and sulky Spaniard is... Um... He's in, yeah. That would be interesting. You'd think he would, um, yeah, tighten them up defensively. Um, and he might be able to sign the Nugent um, in time for him to have another go at us. Um, stop, right. Stop, um, it, stop it with your noise. How's your parachute, Dave? Bristol City nil, Norwich one. Now, my father, who um, obviously has been outed on TWTD, um, informs me that they sold Pritchard and got rid of Vilchut so they can keep hold of Madison, who scored oh, yeah. the, and the, the guy who scored against us as well. Yeah. So, re- really good win for Norwich. I've got to say, class goal. You have to give him that. Stepped inside on his left foot and mm. buried it from the edge of the box. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I mean, Pritchard, that was... Well, some so I, I saw some Norwich fans saying they're not sure about that. I think they bought him for seven and sold him for like eleven. He's missed a hell of a lot out with injury. All right, he was starting to show good stuff at um, you know it had a run of games at Norwich and starting to show some good form. But um, yeah, he played he played for Huddersfield yesterday. Unfortunately, lost four one at home to West Ham, didn't I? I think he started there yesterday. And yeah, Bill Shirt, that's a strange one loan to Cardiff. But again, Just if it means already cutting Madison, costs, isn't it? Yeah. If it, it means well, already cutting costs, but if it means keeping Madison, then they're now talking up Madison. That yeah, if he continues, fairly young player, they're talking maybe one and fifteen. Was yeah. he worth 15? Mm. Um, all, set, all set up nicely. Yeah, for I mean, February, Bristol City. It? I mean, yeah, Bristol City, I think it's their third league defeat. Yeah, it is third league defeat on the trot. Did watch their game against uh, Man City. They had a real go at Man City. It really played well. A bit unlucky, actually. What really, was really what played. was the score? Uh, I think they just lost old Aguero Nick one at the end. They lost 2 1. But, well, I know. I know. Lee, I know, Lee Johnson but, lost. That is, the, that is the fact. 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 Yeah, they they had a good game. They, they had a good goal, I've got to say. And you you know perhaps yesterday, although they shouldn't, one eye on the because there's obviously a second leg to come, isn't it? So mm. we shall uh, we shall see. Um, um, where are we going yeah, next? Wor- worrying Norwich. Don't like don't like that. No, don't like it. Um, no. Sheffield United Sheffield. nil. Sheffield Wednesday nil. And Wednesday I've got a new Dutch manager, Dave. Jos Luke Huke Huke Huche. Jos Luhuke. <laughs> That's ridiculous. How do you pronounce it? Los Lahoki. Oh, let's call him Lahoki. Los Lahoki. La 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 bamba. He's, he's not young. He's 50, 54, managed half of Berlin, Stuttgart, <laughs> and most recently, Brutschemuch and Gladbach. Best, I, Dave, best. I went to see Brian Cranston give a give a talk um, about his amazing performance as Walter White, and he said, he said Walter White should have an impotent moustache, and he loved that <laughs> description. And I took a look at this Sheffield Wednesday manager, and that is the definition uh, yeah. of an impotent moustache. Stick isn't on, it? stick um, on once, isn't it? Are Fulham getting really lucky at the moment? Because they were quite lucky with the Spence thing against us. With the <laughs> thing they weren't with the Spence. No, with the, they were. You know, with the, the bit that went before it. But they yeah, got I mean, they, yeah, incredibly yesterday. yesterday. I, I watched the highlights on this on the champ. Samba Longa, 90 plus two, I think, went through. Did every well. Didn't, sorry, you're going to pull me up on this because he didn't do everything right. Lobbed it over the keeper, came down off the bar, and then literally, I think the ball's cleared up the other end. Soft one, really, but Norwood running. He's a rascal, you know, isn't he, Norwood? And he was, he was. Mick was. He'd obviously yapped at Mick during the Fulham game as well. And him and Mick were yeah. really having a. Um, took a run in the penalty area and Ledbetter did the thing. Again, Ledbetter gave the ref the excuse, sort of like, and if you look at it, it's very soft one. Stepped, looked like he stepped on. Um, he did make contact, very, very slight contact when already went in. Buried the penalty, yeah, one four, drawn one of the last five, only one point off six. You'd fancy them, wouldn't you, if they can keep Kearney and those sort of players fit. 91% pass completion for the season, Kearney. That's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> All right. Millwall won. But yeah, that is ridiculous. Millwall won, Preston won, Preston coming up in February. Uh, next week's opponents, Brentford 2. Bolton nil. Although Bolton, if you we'll, we'll look at it in a bit. If you look at it in context, they're actually in pretty good form. Um, Burn- can I say? Can I, can I just yeah, say? Millwall, don't underestimate. Just quickly, Millwall. Don't underestimate our win there, which came very timely at the start of the season. Because of their 31 points, 25 have been taken at the day. <laughs> What's that as a percentage? Quite a lot. Quite high. 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 A high percentage. Uh, Burton won Rangers three, but Burton are just waiting until Easter when they win four games on the trot and stay up. 
Mm. And yeah, you know, Mark, you know, Nigel Clough's going to get linked with the Ipswich job if Mick McCarthy goes, don't you? Yeah, I was thinking about home. this, Dave. But if he if he won't take the Forest job, he won't take the Ipswich job, will he? Probably not, mate. No, no. And one, no home wins in ten. That's got to be fairly depressing, hasn't it? Not as depressing as that stadium there. Oh, that's mean, isn't it? I shouldn't have said that, should I? Well, that was horrible, Ben. And I, yeah. I, I thought your your Burton. Um, did you you spoke to a Burton <laughs> chap? He was a really nice. Hull guy nil. Hull nil. Reading nil. Um, we got anything to say about that one yeah. apart from Hull of Jordan? Lots no winning Reading, mate. Yeah, yeah, damn. Surely, in the No winning eight for Reading now. Yeah, um, Simeon, who we had on the um, on the preview show for Reading, was sending some interesting Seeming. tweets about skate. Yeah, um, no extra... goals in the last three, and Hull no goals in five out of the last six games. Whoa, rubbish. Um, Ipswich Town now lie twelfth position in the Championship, thirty-nine points from twenty-seven games. Um, I'm going to judge this by your facial expression. 1.44 points per game. Yeah, it is a bit, isn't it? 66.44. It needs to needs to get up above that 70 mark. Yeah, 1.5 gives us 69. Um, top minutes. Um, Bart, Knudsen, Garner, Chambers, Skews. There is, of course, the possibility of Bart being overtaken. Uh, top goals. Waghorn, 10. Now, if you count all competitions here, Dave, Garner, Selena and McGoldrick all tied on eight, although I put Garner at the top of that because all of his have come in the league. But brilliant from Selena, isn't it? Yeah, super. Yeah, Ed yeah. Goss. I mean, conceivably, he may well end up with more than Lawrence did last season, which would be a great, so um, needs, great yeah. total for a loanee. Lawrence, what, 11, 12, something like that? It's it? 11 goals and 11 assists, though. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence was silly, yeah. Um, top assists here, Dave. Wagon seven, Nudson six, Ward five, McGoldrick and Spencer on three. Right, everybody, we had the CV game for for many a long time. Are you ready for a new game, Dave? The listeners love this. Are you ready Come for it? Yeah. And the good yeah. thing with YouTube Stop now football is... football bloody hangman, is it? We can, we can actually see Dave's meltdown. Right, Dave, <laughs> our new game, and we'll get um, at Ipswich Rich to write us a theme tune for this. Um, your new game's called Two Little Ducks. <laughs> I love this too much. Um, right, Dave, what we have to do is I'm going to give you an Ipswich Town game from history. Yeah. Oh. And you have to name as many of the 22 people that started the game as you can. Right. But you have to name consecutive correct answers. So, for example, you might know 21 out of the 22 of the players who started, but... If you say one of the wrong ones, we stop there. That's your score. So, for example, if the game is the World ah. Cup final and you go, right, Jeff Hurst, Nobby Styles, Jimmy Greaves. Jimmy Greaves. Your ah, score gotcha. is two. Ah, yeah. And we Love stop it. it there. Do you stop understand the rules, that. Dave? Just run and buy me one more time. Right. No, I understand. <laughs> and the good thing is you can play along because what we'll do is we'll do the plugs after I've told Dave what the game is. He's on YouTube, and Dave, you won't yeah. mind me saying, you're so useless with technology that there's no way you could have another screen going looking up the results here, is there? You're not capable of doing that, are you? Nah. No, I'm not. <laughs> is that your phone? What? No. No, it's not no, my phone. come on, no. Dave, don't cheat. That's right. a bar of chocolate. So, and I hope one time you might even get 22, Yeah. That's going to be hard, though. Maybe Cup Final 78, you get 22. Oh, Cup Final gonna... 78, I could do that now. Do you want me to do it now? No. Um, that's why okay. you haven't got Cup Final 78 as the question. So, Dave, um, you've got the time it takes me to do the plugs um, to think of as many players of the 22 that have to have started um, who played on the 9th of May 2015, Ipswich Town versus oh, Norwich City in the playoff semi-final. Okay. I'm going to do the plugs, Dave, while you have a little think there um right you can like us on facebook.com uh blue monday itfc renegade statman's been doing a lovely good job with some posts on there and some good conversation and debate going on there please follow us on twitter at blue monday itfc where you can find uh, links for me statman and dave you can buy a t-shirt we just sent some t-shirts off to Oh, I shouldn't say that in case they haven't given them to him yet. Some T-shirts went somewhere very, very far afield. Um, but give us a follow on Twitter. A lot of good debate there. And the T-shirt stuff is in the bio. On YouTube, we're growing that. Obviously, this podcast is available on YouTube now prior to being available on Acast and Apple Podcasts. So if you just type Benjamin Bloom into YouTube, you will find all our stuff there, including my 
post-match reports and whatnot. Dave, I've done the plugs. Are you ready to play for the first time? Um, two little ducks. What I might have to do so I can see all 22 on my screen is make that a little bit smaller. How many do you reckon you're going to score? Do you reckon you get over 10? Oh, shit. Oh, shit, dude. Depends on injuries and stuff, doesn't it? What about... All right, okay. Um, Are you ready? No, hang on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, play along who did we play? Who are we playing against? Who are we playing against? Norwich, aren't we? Yeah. Right, then your, time, okay. your time's up, Dave. You've got to think on your feet now. You don't get more time than the listeners. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, your time's um, up. Right, all right, let's go. One at a time. All right, you start. <laughs> um, I've got the answers. Bart. One. Smith. Two. Mings. Three. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Bearer. Four. Murphy. Five. Chambers. Six. Hyam. And you are out of here, Dave. Okay. Dave scores six. So I think you can be caught out there. Kevin Brew started in midfield with Ted Bishop. Oh, I've got Bishop. I've written down, I've got. Well, can I. Yeah, keep going. You got six, though. Um, okay, we've got Murphy, Bishop, Tab, Chambers, Brew, got all them written down. Uh, Tab didn't start, he's coming on as a sub. Okay. McGoldrick came on as sub as well, didn't he? No, Tab, Anderson and Parr came on as subs. McGoldrick started? McGoldrick didn't, McGoldrick didn't feature. Maybe I'm thinking of the league game then. Okay. Ah, uh, there you go. Um, Norwich players, you could have had Ruddy Whittaker, Martin Yeah, Bichon, I could do that. Yeah. Alston Teddy, don't. <laughs> but do you like the game, Dave? No. <laughs> You're sulking already. Crap. No, it's good. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could well give me one home. from? Tell you what. Next, next, next one. Give me one from eighty eighty one. Yeah, I will. You'll get one from eighty eighty one. No, I'm joking. No, Dave, a real, that is a good game. That is a good game. Think, Easy you, mistake. Cause I was, I was going for the, you know, the midfield yeah, that season. That's the, really. that's the game, Dave. That's two little yeah, ducks. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, so I'm your top score myself. on two little ducks is six, and um, you, um, we'll see what the listeners, what the listeners did. Don't lie. Tweet us in, tell us what you got, because we had a lot of hole-in-one claims on the CV game, didn't we? I'm sure they were right. I was just rubbish on the CV game. It looked <laughs> like not going to be fair. Did, sorry, did Haim didn't feature at all? Um, I've scrolled down now. The midfield oh. was Brew, Varney, um, Varney? Tab. For God's sake, right, I'll scroll up again. Uh, Brew, Skews, Varney. Varney got... went off and Anderson came on and scored. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know? You've been thinking of totally the wrong game. I'm thinking of an away game. I don't know why. Oh, dear. 
Honestly true. But anyway, don't get me wrong. Never mind. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Move on. Because that's the game that sticks in my mind. Okay. Right. Anyway, transfer window, Dave. Now, so yes. this doesn't go ridiculously long. Um, yeah. I'm going to give you a name and you're going to give me your thoughts. This is not a quiz. This is just your opinion. You can't lose this. Um, right. So <laughs> Who says I've lost? <laughs> no, you didn't lost. You, you won with an excellent score of six. Thanks, mate. All right. We'll, we'll see what the listeners get when they come exactly. in with their 14 and 17. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah with, their, with their flipping <laughs> Wikipedia in front of them. All right. Go on. Um, right. Uh, transfer transfer position now. Where, where are we on Bart? Um, I don't think we are. Um, apparently, Palace have, well, by all accounts last week, had called their interest <clears throat> in Bart and had... Um, were on the verge, I believe, of signing the goalkeeper from Gieta or whatever his name is, from Getafe mm-hmm. in um, in Spain. So I don't know. Albeit, I did look on the forum as I do this afternoon before we did this. And apparently, according to the Super Soraway Sun, that um, um, they perhaps could be in for him again for three and a half million. But I don't know. Apparently, no, there's been, according to the club, there's been no real contact or interest so far. Speculation. Um, Tommy Smith. um, Ian Milne says, I'm aware there's interest from an American team. We all love Tommy very much personally and as a player. It's a case of where he wants to be as well, how fit he is and all the rest of it. He's been playing very well, so there's no decision been made on him. Sounds like they want to cut him, doesn't it? Playing very well? He's been playing? What? I'm just, it's a direct quote. Um, All right. What's your view on Smith? Um... He hasn't figured. Apparently he was sick, wasn't he? Still, as far as everyone's aware, he's still strongly linked with a move to Colorado Rapids. Uh, all quiet on David McGoldrick, Dave? Seems to be. Um, Adlen Guardiora. Um, apparently mm. Tony Pulis doesn't want him uh, for Middlesbrough. Um, <laughs> Tamani Diaraga. Diaraga anybody? Which sounds like one of our signings. I, think, I mean, they paid a lot of money. They paid, I think, three and a half million last year, last January window. And he's played like one full game in about four substitute appearances, something like that. Um, and he had a bad, <laughs> this sort of rings true. He must be on his way. A bad hamstring injury, apparently. Good player, a bit of a unit. 32, not young. But, um, but to, you know, I remember to borrow him for, for a couple of months. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, need it. Chris Gottini, uh, a young French guy, has actually signed. But did you hear what Mick said about the practice match? It was awful. It was awful. Well, awful. He, um, yeah, I mean, it's something else he said, which was, I guess, quite good. He was from the fifth tier of French football. I didn't even know that. So it was equivalent to our conference, I guess. Um, and he, um, which Mick said then sort of backed it up by saying, well, you shouldn't read too much into that. Because I think that's where roughly Bristol City plucked Jonathan Codger. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Kevin yeah. Brew apparently is interesting. Toulouse that's and correct. Saint. Etienne. Um, yeah, good luck to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and not what we need, Dave, but you've always been quite a fan of David Cotterill, haven't you? I have because, I mean, but do we need him now? We've got Waggy with the dead ball specialist, but I have, and he's, you know, takes a good free kick corner. But yeah, some odd stuff that he's um, contract terminated by mutual consent. Um, I think you can read into that what you will. I don't know if there was some. Something else going on there. Not really sure. Um, Joe Experience says, stuff. transfer window. It's a bit of a shambles really so far. We're four points off the players and effectively only had 14 fit available first teamers yesterday. Uh, Evan seems prepared to write this season off, but without committing to doing that properly, i.e. the manager's position. Jonathan says, to be four points off the players at this stage gives Marcus a chance to demonstrate his intentions, give Mick a war chest to have a tilt at promotion and understanding that if we don't get there, Barton and another will go. If not, I can understand Mick wanting to walk. Um, Andrew Strike. Uh, transfer window is what I expected if MM is leaving. Really don't care about the shirt sponsor as kit's too overpriced anyway. Um, uh, Alistair on transfers. Um, I think downsizing the wage bill, only targeting short-term signings, lack of any discussions on MM future, not even a wait till summer. Um 
all steps that put ITFC in a much more marketable, much more marketable position for sale. Possibly already agreed. Uh, Christopher Worrell says transfer window policy. When Mick came in, he commented that you can't build a team on loanees. Five years later, we are still looking at loanees. So, Dave, do you want to come back to what you said earlier on the the kind of bigger context of of what they're doing here? Oh, maybe that is. You know, um, for instance, the McGoldrick situation. No, you know, not in any rush to offer offer him a sort of new deal. And there's one or two others there who's still waiting on deals. Um, clearly, it looks to me. I mean, just some comment that Mick made about Tom Eddie Amy this week, where I think Stuart why Watson. So, was... Why is he so prickly? Sorry to interrupt you, Dave. Why is he so prickly about Eddie Amy? Can I give you a hypothesis here? Eddie Amy's out for the season, and Mick yeah. doesn't want to announce it because. Um, of all the other ones who are out. Maybe, maybe right. Yeah, it's just going to be something else to beat him up with, isn't it? Maybe. I don't know. And Mick Spell, perhaps, yeah, Mick also realises that. And he's not just not concerned about him because he's not going to work with him again. Yeah, but come on. When Stuart says, um, what's happening with Tom Adeyemi? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's weird. That's all. Then that's... that to me, I'm sorry, because he, don't tell me he doesn't get daily or weekly updates on all these injured <laughs> exactly. players. That to me means that there's something else going on, doesn't it? Who, I, I mean, it's a lot of that. I mean, that's where we are with the club at the moment. Um, yeah, I mean, I, and I've seen people sort of throw this around on Twitter, and I, I tend to come around to that sort of way of thinking. You know, is it now? Is is he sort of clearing the decks? Is I've heard whispers, and people have said that as well that the club is certainly up for sale for the right, you know, for the right price in a sort of deal where, because um, people have said, well, hang on, it's not just 25 million. What about all the debt? But with a deal structured, you know, a structured deal whereby that, okay, the club is, say, someone buys the club for 25, 30 million and the 80, 90, whatever the yeah, but Dave, debt is, million debt is offset over a period. Should we get into the Premier Dave, League? Some supporters, 20... are not, some supporters are not going to like the idea of selling the club and Evans hanging there entitled to pull out however many, you know, whatever deal they sign, he can pull out <clears throat> however many much money per year. Well, no, no, that's the deal, isn't it? Surely, if he's, you know, if he's that desperate, that's 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 not the deal, is it? So you sell. Yeah, well, who's going to make? No one's going to make that deal, are they? No one's going to buy it under those. Ben, I don't know. Are they? I don't. I, I really don't know. But that that would be the way. I, I guess you could. Uh, the deal could be structured whereby if we get in the if we get in the Premier League, then he gets in one fell swoop thirty percent of his outstanding debt back. I, I just don't know. Hmm. Well, that's the only way I can see any sort of deal being structured. But one uh, thing, um, Dave, when we came on last week, um, I was concerned that the players were all going to go flying out the door. And look, it could still happen, but it's gone quiet on McGoldrick. It's gone quiet on Bart, but maybe we need to reserve judgment until the end of January. Two weeks to go, Ben, and we know, I mean, we know how manic it was the last day last season, doesn't it, in January this time last year. You know, Chambers was just about to go out the door, but... You know, um, we couldn't get anyone else in, so he stayed last minute. I think we got Emir Hughes somewhere. Who did we sign last uh, Dom minute? Dom Samuel. Dominic Samuel, didn't we? Literally last knockings, didn't we? So it generally these things drag on until the last week, and even in in our case, they seem to drag on till the last um, till the last day. I mean, I'd be keen. Certainly, I'd, I'd like to think there's something in this story about. Um, I'd like to say Guardiola, but <laughs> whatever his name is, Guardiola, Guardiola. Um, that'd be great because I think you know we just need need more bodies in that in, you know potentially in that midfield or certainly cover. Okay. But... Um, and just quickly, Dave. Um, obviously, Ted Phillips died um, earlier in the week. Um, yeah. Now you and Statman had done an excellent. There was an excellent bit of audio that we posted up that you'd done on this week in ITFC history um, when it was his birthday. So if you just can quickly, I know there's been a lot of coverage. So, um, but. Just, just give us a bit on yeah, um, I mean, Phillips a, you and know, his third, standing uh, in the club. Yeah, I mean, he's up there. He's third highest goal scorer between, um, behind Walk and um, and Ray Crawford. But don't, you know, that shouldn't be under any sort of misinterpretation there. His goals per game ratio, which I think is 181 in less than 300 games, is up there alongside Crawford. I mean, obviously, Johnny Walk scored more goals, you know, a lot of European goals in there, but over like, Lit, honestly 400 more games almost 350 400 more games um i had a really good comment and um from uh ray crawford they obviously interviewed crawford immediately after the news broke and he said yeah you know back in the day when he played for england he only played twice he said that the england team back in the day then used to be picked by committee 
So it'd be committee of the bigger clubs in the day, like Spurs, Burnley, who were big back then, Man U still probably. So, you know, Crawford thought he did well get an England cap, let alone. Um, and he said, you know, they should have played up front together. They're, you know, the goals they scored, the sheer weight of goals, should have played up front. But, you know, I think Phillips was considered, you know, to be too unfashionable from an unfashionable club like Ipswich. And um, he never got the look. And Crawford said it was ridiculous because he was just, at his, at his pomp, he was, <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but yeah, really, really and good. A, and, a, and a league champion as well. League champion, yeah. And the goals he scored, he's still our highest goals per season. I think 57, 56, 57, he scored 46 goals. <laughs> um, yeah, a certain Ipswich legend. I'm sure he, he must be he is in the Hall of Fame. And um, mm. that leaves, I, I did a bit on, I was on Graham's show, the Naked Footy show during the uh, during the week. And that only leaves four players still alive. But he, I mean, he's 55 years ago, 56 this year. Um, from that championship winning side, and I think it's Ray Crawford, Doug Moran, the other forward. Um, John Compton, the fullback, and Andy Nelson, the centre half, and captain as well. And it's, uh, it's always difficult comparing eras, but any player who was a champion was in the best eleven footballers of that yeah. year. You know, playing. And they were. I mean, in and, and purely yeah. it was down to um, you know, it was down to the well, it's sort of like the genius that he of, of you know, Alf Ramsey that he, he found the formation, he found the players to fit that formation and um, obviously took it very similar. I think he hit upon that formation and took it into the into the World Cup for goodness sake, you know. So yeah, another um just another link with that that great side, great history history gone. But you know, eighty four, I mean Crawford who I think perhaps was one of the younger ones, he's now eighty one and it's just as time marches on, doesn't it, you know? It does. Um and from one genius um we go to the Renegade Statman, um, who says, Easy lads, Dave and I were talking earlier this week that Saturday's game was, at the very least, a must-not-lose scenario. Three points and a cracker from Selena, and we're still in the playoff hunt. Long may it continue. It's always easy to come up with a stat of the week when Leeds are in town, and the Yorkshire men did not disappoint. Saturday's game saw yet another sending off for Leeds. I wonder where they get their nickname Dirty Leeds from. Ewan O'Kane became the fifth Leeds player to be sent off at Portman Road in the past 11 years. Mental! Um, surely Leeds must be edging towards the top of the most red cards in the town fixture. In total, the Ipswich Leeds fixture has seen eight players sent off. Two for town, Marcus Stewart and Alex McCarthy, got that mentioned in, and five for Leeds, including Alex Bruce. Eight red cards in this fixture is joint fifth in the sendings what? off in a town fixture. Um, Leeds share fifth with Norwich City. Town having five players sent off and Norwich only three, although one of those was Huckabee, so that counts for double. Um, in joint third place with nine sendings off are Reading, Town two, Reading seven, and Derby County, Town three, Derby six. In second place uh, is the Crystal Palace fixture with 11 red what? cards. Town have had four players sent off all this century. We were at one of these, Dave. Fuller, Stead, Townsend and Crestville, whereas Palace have had seven uh, the last being Claude Davis in August 2010. Leading the way, and we shouldn't be surprised, <laughs> is the Sheffield United fixture. 13 uh, players have been sent off in this fixture. Five for town. Um, Mauricio Tarico 18 times. and <laughs> Eight for the Blades. Uh, Ips- like mostly instigated from Mo- Morris. Uh, Ipswich players who have taken an early bath in this fixture. Harper, Forrest after two minutes. Cunyago, Sito and Eastman on his debut. The last time the Blades had a player sent off in February... 2011, when they actually had two players sent off, Rob Kuzluk and Lee Williamson. I, right. um, that's the first player I ever saw being sent off, Colin Harper. I was at that game, um, 1972. Lovely yeah. stuff. Um, in fact, Statman's got a quiz question for you, Dave, but don't answer. Oh, oh. Don't answer now. Um, here's a quick question. For, answer it at the end, yeah? Um, okay. Here's a quick question for Dave. Um, who is the only opposition player to be sent off against town at a neutral venue? Um, now, don't say the answer um, now, I know Dave. That. Give your listeners a chance to have a think. Peace out, everyone. Renegade Statman. So Dave's going to tell us who that is. Um, we're going to go to the NASDAQ um, at James underscore... No, at James Dak <laughs> every week. Underscore 99 has two bets per week. One on Ipswich and one on the championship. NASDAQ, is it going to be up or is it going to be down, Dave? Um, Ipswich I, won, think so already, got me down. I think I already spied this one. I think he's... Oh. I've done it as good news. Um, I found it is good news. The stock market's absolutely flying. The FTSE 100 is flying. Nasdaq's not. No. Um, he no. had both teams to score, so we're quite <laughs> pleased he lost that one. Here we are. And 11 versus 11 is a fairly sensible bet, wasn't it? Um, he had 
Derby to beat Birmingham, away win, yes. Villa to beat Forest, away win, yes. And Norwich to lose to Bristol City. That would have been a big one as well. Yeah. He's got screwed yeah. by Norwich. But um, like like we say, um, follow James uh, at jamesdeck underscore 99 on Twitter. Um, he was close to a big one. So Dave Bolton next week. Um, they have won three of their last five, including wins over Cardiff and Sheffield United. They're fourth from bottom. If you'd have told me last time we played them, they'd be fourth from bottom. They would have been overjoyed, no. I think. No, they've rallied, haven't they? They had a bit of an unbeaten run. I think they drew a few, but they, um, they've had a bit of an unbeaten run. I mean, whether that coincides, they've got that... Um, I know they've got that Josh Vella back playing again. I've yes. always rated always rated him. So he's back sitting in the midfield. And I tell you, he's had a good season for them. And I think we quite liked him in the first game. Is that Gary... Um, Gary you, you liked him. I didn't. And yeah, you, good. You've Handful, been right, mate. and I've been I've been wrong on that one. Well, yeah, you know, we, we can. That does happen from time to time. Very, very rarely. Mm. Um, I think he's got like nine goals. I did write it down somewhere. Five assists, something. He's had a really good. Uh, he's top, had a really good season. Top aerial player in the league, Dave. Is he really? Yeah, I think Garner's uh, on most aerials. One. I saw some I mean, stupid some ex- stat you know, the I mean, other day saying Joe Garner's lost the most aerials. It's like, well, he's won. Yeah. He's won the. Third, I mean, you try playing up front for Ipswich and being five ten. Anyway, does Bolton's above, doesn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. Just something else you said. You know, had a, having an okay season after a terrible start. Um, what I was going to say, experienced squad. You look at players that on the bench yesterday. I mean, I suppose one or two of them are cracking on, but they have that Jem Carajan, Adam Lafondra, Will Buckley on the bench yesterday. So a lot of experience there. Yeah, Medine's got nine. He's having a great season. Nine goals, five assists, and I think they rather depend on him because next up is Sammy Ami Obe Obe with three goals and one assist. Yeah. So um, yeah. yeah um, and what, what about what about us, Dave? Are we expecting? Um, is are we expecting Webster back, Ward? I don't know. I think I think he's got a nurse Webster, perhaps with a view to because Wolves coming up the next weekend, isn't it? Well, maybe not. If Wolves, that might not happen. If Wolves win at Swansea, of course, they've got a cup replay this week. Um, yeah, again, a, quite a big game with obviously Wolves at home the following Saturday. So, um, but Dave, if you start looking at this as a block of five, um, yeah, with Leeds the first Sunderland up, yeah, Sunderland's Sunderland and Burton up. after that. So if you write the Wolves game off and yeah. say um, anything from them. that is a bonus, if you yeah. can get three wins and a draw from the other four, you're going to be you're going to be on the edge, aren't you? You're going to be almost nudging in there. Yeah, yeah, okay. They're going um, to be playing each other. Some of those teams above us, it's a bit of a log jam up there. Cause it, okay, we sort of concerned about Norwich, and I was like, bloody Norwich, like six points off the playoffs. But then when you really look at it, it's like eight, t- maybe not eight, sorry, what are they? They're 30. Yeah, there's seven teams between them and the playoffs. And that, that five game spree does take us up to Carrow Road. Oh, that, that game. You going? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you are. I, I, just, I need I need to uh, they're not on sale yet I need to see uh, us win there I've never seen us win there Amazing. you know it is, it's quite a wonderful thing to see us win there it is yeah, very I wouldn't, it, it I wouldn't is know quite I enjoyed nice. the six minutes in February um, Dave what's the answer to Statman's question who's the only uh, opposition player to be sent off against Ipswich um, on neutral territory okay the only opposition player to be sent off against Ipswich Town on neutral territory is none other than Owen Garvin's uncle Mick Martin that was sent off in the FA Cup semi-final at Highbury in 1978 I hate it when people do that you know on eggheads they give extra information it's like just yeah he was question. sent off in the 77th minute I believe right just by to the right hand side of the clock again where I was standing at the time and what we need to do is dig out Dave's brilliant um FA Cup series. We need to go back oh, and get them up on please, YouTube. I got all a bit emotion about the semi-final. Well, that was my favourite one. Yeah, that was yeah, my favourite yeah. one in the semi-final. Funny enough, I was talking to, I was talking to Graham um, when I um, in the green room, <laughs> the green room, um, uh, um, you know, ICR, and talking about my favourite game. And I was to, and I said, oh, you contributed. He said, no, I didn't. He said, I meant to and forgot. He's probably in the pub. And um, he was going to do, he went to St. Etienne away. Oh, your favourite game, Dave. Yeah, well, yeah, after, probably after this one. So I, I said, oh, I didn't go there. I don't know many people that went to that one. I said, but if I had to do one, it would be, um, I think, the FA Cup semi He's got a brilliant story for that because he like hitchhikes oh, there, doesn't he? He's got an amazing story. Yeah. He, we'll let him, we'll let him, story. And we'll some let him tell that. Relative of his or someone was like St. Etienne's fifth choice goal. goal. I don't know. It's a hell of a story. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't met Graham, go and have a drink with oh, him. Well, it's funny. Yeah, brilliant. Um, good off, Graham. There we go, Dave. And the, the good news for you 
is it's gross misconduct. So I don't know. Um, this is an office quote. Um, the good news for you is I've done the plugs already. <laughs> good news for it is that um, I've kept my job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course you. Oh yeah, I forgot all about David, that. Was, there's was, good was news and down. irrelevant news. No one it, cares it, about it, your promotion. Yes. So, oh, Houlihan, um, Jerome, <laughs> uh, Redmond. Anyway. Right. Anyway, yeah, get your tweets in at Blue Monday ITFC. Let us let us know what you think of the new game. Two little ducks. It is kind of stolen from another quote Enjoy. I heard. But hey, you hear Talksport doing the bloody CV game every week, don't you? Right, Dave, say goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone, and thank you for watching. Thank you. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.